0: When we listen and gain our knowledge and power, we turn to the no bullshit hour. No bullshit.
1: Let's just do breaking news. Double no or bullshit. double no or bullshit.
2: No bullshit. Stop the bullshit. We got people shutting down the freeway. We got the Detroit County Clerk's Office closed down because people are going berserk about their stolen votes. Did not happen. It did not happen. It's a lot of bullshit going on down here. <sighs> did not happen. I was there. I'm going to tell you about it. We're going to have a Republican board of canvasser on. But I was there. But before that, to, to the sponsors today, we're not doing anything cute. Short shrift. Thank you. Please, please patronize our sponsors. As always, the open... Of the No Bullshit News Hour, November 6, 2020. American Coney Island, Detroit's oldest family-run restaurant. Birthplace of the famous Detroit Coney Dog, Chili Mustard and Vidalia Onions. Downtown at the corner of Lafayette, Michigan Avenue. Can't miss it. Red, white, and blue building. Call, check the hours. It's like noon to 10, kind of. Wear a mask. You don't have to give your name. Send a Coney kit for uh, (laughs) the holidays, for the football dozen dogs with all the fixes right at uh, your door. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Look, there were no 136,000 ballots delivered to Cobo Hall at 4 a.m. Let me tell you, you all know when you're listening, I volunteered to count them. Remember? And then they wouldn't let me. And then they had to let me because of the power of the people. They let me in, a reporter. You think the fraud's going down? Look, let let me just lay this out for you. A handful of years ago, in the aftermath of another dreadful election performance by the Detroit clerk and the secretary of state, I, back then, found at least a dozen people over the age of 113 who were registered to vote in Detroit. If you want to live forever, I wrote then, sign up to vote in Detroit. But be warned, you'll die waiting for your vote to be counted. So this year... I came to find out through the barrage of absentee voting applications sent to my home, you remember that, that at least 500,000 people were on the state's active voting list who are ineligible to vote because they were either dead or they'd moved away. Remember Janet, the woman who resided at my home 23 years ago and had since moved away to Texas, got married and changed her name, remember I still have received no satisfactory explanation from Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson. Now, I could have committed fraud and voted under Janet's name. I did not. Now, perhaps 500,000 other people did. Who's to know? But I'm told they mailed those, those uh, applications back. Remember? Yep. But it's nearly impossible... That mass fraud was coordinated and perpetrated by local and state government officials down at Detroit's Cobo Hall. How do I know? Because I was there. In the spirit of civic duty and journalistic curiosity, I volunteered to work counting more than 150,000 absentee ballots cast in Detroit. From what I directly witnessed in the bowels of the Cobo Convention Hall, There was absolutely no appreciable fraud. Somebody could have thrown one away. Somebody could have flushed one. But massively, nothing. No trucks rolling in at four in the morning stuffed with bogus ballots. No Republican observers were locked out in the hallways during the time we were counting them. The next day, maybe so. But it was already full. You don't just bum rush. I was there. I got their cards. We talked. Look, right there. We're going to have one on in a minute. Nice people, by the way. Why would I lie? Why would I lie? Because fraud and conspiracy makes for good copy. Headlines. A Pulitzer Prize nomination. I'm giving up a Pulitzer Prize? (laughs) No. 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 Oh, come on. But it wasn't true about the fraud. I signed my name to an affidavit affidavit stating such, I swore an oath to uphold the Constitution since I worked as the captain of counting board 11. Let me explain how it works. Listen close. Here it comes. We knew it was coming. Remember? I knew it was coming. We processed more than 2,000 absentee applications at my table over 23 hours. Stop moving, guys. I'm focusing. Each ballot Each ballot comes with a serial number that is matched to a corresponding envelope with barcodes, which are scanned into a database of active voters. No envelope. No ballot. Just doesn't happen. I was the guy. This traveling barcode makes it impossible for 136,000 bogus ballots to be sneaked into the convention hall in the dead of morning. Not to mention all the Republican poll watchers working there, whose numbers were at least three dozen, at least, maybe a hundred. I don't know. I was working, but I was up and moving. They knew I was a reporter, election officials knew I was a reporter, the working volunteers knew I was a reporter, and I was told a lot of things about the goings-on, and none of it was about fraud. When all is said and done, the number of envelopes and the number of ballots that came in them must match. If they do not match, the precinct may not be recounted by state law, and only the ballot count will stand. This is why Detroit is continually accused of corruption in its election process. And again, I can tell you, when the numbers are out of balance, it's due to human error. An envelope is improperly scanned or absentmindedly not scanned at all. How do I know? I did it a few times myself, Uh your intrepid reporter. The process at our table had to be stopped twice, and the ballots had to be rechecked. And I want to give a shout out to Donna, Lee, Dolores, Donette, and Mabel. Great ladies. It was great. We're friends for life. Multiply this process across 150 tables, a 14-hour sequestered shift, drab lighting, no coffee, and COVID. COVID. When the canvassing and certification are eventually conducted, being started today, the computer should tabulate an envelope count and a ballot count. You just press the button, be easy to see. In a perfect world, they will match. In the real world, they will be off a few dozen or a hundred. In a corrupt world, they will number in the thousands. So calm down, America. Go home and wait for the data. Now, I have a few complaints and suggestions. One, the software was slow and needs to be improved. We're not Seattle. We're Detroit. We're broke. We got shitty stuff. If you care about the elections, fund them. I was there. It was ridiculous. It's like working, you know, with the 97 laptop. Terrible. The count supervisors, my supervisors needed more training. But then again, who can't use more training This is not their everyday job, remember. We don't hold an election every day. Also, the toilets exploded on one side of the hall. (laughs) All over the place. COVID travels by water. Oh, no. Make it poopy water. And it was shit. All you bitching at home. You weren't there. Okay. The one box lunch we were given? Criminal. The chicken salad sandwich? I had better cat food. (laughs) It was unbelievable. Again, it was salad. no coffee. And you have had cat food. Remember now, fourteen-hour days, no coffee, a, a bun with cat food. You can't go out. You can't go in. You're gonna make a mistake. And you it, don't give a fuck about one.
1: In a very repetitive.
2: You don't give a job. fuck about missing one, but you know what's gonna happen if the count is off by one. It's. The, it, it can't be recounted, and everybody's like, ah, oh, fraud in Detroit! No, no, I'm telling you. Also, remember all the pre-election uh, grandstanding by Secretary Benson over firearms at the polling oh, yeah. station? Oh, yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. Do you remember that? Remember when yes. we went to the courts and everything? Okay. Well, how come nobody was checking for firearms going into the counting center? Everybody's beating on the windows. There's no metal detectors. Bullshit grandstand. You didn't take care of us. That's why they put cardboard over the window. You didn't take care of us. Joke. Okay. Where am I? The state legislature should absolutely change election law to allow absentee ballot preparation prior to the polls opening. This would alleviate panic, confusion, and mistakes. Ten hours was not enough. No more than 24 hours is needed. How's that? I would like to introduce that legislation. A nice 24 hours where the process does not halt. Now, as for reports of those 136,000 ballots surreptitiously showing up at 4 in the morning, I didn't see it. And I was standing at the loading dock doors. Inside, it's a big square, ugly room. And the loading docks are behind the door, so I'm in the room. Because, you know, watching for it. At that moment, in fact, at four in the morning, the hall was eerily quiet with the creeping realization that Trump was still in it. Because, you know, it's Detroit after all. Like, what, Trump's still in it? Here's my notebook. Just so happened, 4 or 6 a.m. We were done, 150,000 votes, hushed, tired. Word of Trump, Michigan in play. Knew we were standing at ground zero. I didn't see no trucks coming in. What you doing? Oh, he's on with the dude. Okay, so we're going to have dude on. As for that viral video of a man pulling a child's wagon into the hall, stupid. I think it was the gear of a cameraman from a local TV station. No. Yeah, and it wouldn't be more than 100 votes going to be in that little box anyway. The media were allowed to set up their cameras in a small sequestered area that I like to call a veal pen right at the rear of the hall where they could take pictures of workers as if we were some kind of zoo animals. No idea what was going on. They stood there 200 feet away. They're tabulating the count. The count is beamed to headquarters. Headquarters beams it to the news desks and the news desks beam it to the reporter in the room. who has got no fucking idea what's going on. (laughs) This is the game. Now, uh, it's a show. Where's the pictures? At 4 in the morning, if the media is there. Where's the pictures of this truck? Well, here's the thing. The media went home, had a warm glass of milk put on their slippers and jammies. They weren't there. <laughs> they were not there. And every time a light went on when I was working, I, if we weren't busy, I'd say to dude next to me, Hey, bro, you want to get on TV? <laughs> right? He goes, No, ma'am, right. And I go, Okay, watch this. And I'd go. About 100 feet back, 150 feet back, like CNN's live. And I'm in the back doing the jumping jacks, jumping (laughs) jacks. I'm doing downward dog. I'm doing push-ups. I swear to God. But it's a show. That's what they want. Hey. They need some movement. Hey. They
1: need some video.
2: Hey. Downward dog. Look at that. Oh. (laughs) That's how I know at 4 in the morning, no lights were going on. Hey, you're in bed. You turned the lights out. Failure. Yeah. Old school journalism's dead. Why didn't anybody camp out overnight? And if you did, I apologize to you. I didn't see you. I'm sure there's one, two. You went home. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now look at it. See what happens when you don't do the job. Okay. When it's all said and done, the staff of the Detroit clerk's office deserves praise. Wow. We're so busy shooting ourselves in the foot in this town. Man, we're perpetual losers. We did it. We got it done in two days. I was there. I was scoping it. We did it. Nevada didn't do it. Pennsylvania didn't do it. We did it. That's a fact. Yeah. They were professional. They were duty-minded. The process worked well enough despite being underfunded and conducted in the haze of a pandemic. 1,200 of us. It gives a fuck about us. And the election workers, I spoke with hundreds of them. They know that your vote is meaningful. When you're sitting there in the depths of the morning and you see the old school names, I'm going to change these for privacy, but I'll just say Bartholomew, Jebediah, Betsy May. You know what that means when you're holding it in your hand. Nobody wanted to rip anything off. This is the great promise. And I promise you, I worked hard For all of you, my conservative brothers and sisters, my communist brothers and sisters, my Democratic, those that don't care, the Mennonites. I watched. I know it's important. I do not lie. I did it. I think I'm the only one in America that did do it. So I want to say this to those workers. You handled it with dignity, and I say thank you. And all this shit going now is criminal.
1: You also did it for all those people that will sit on Twitter, will sit on their couch, and will complain. Yeah. They weren't down there.
2: Well, here's the thing. How do you know? How do you know that they didn't have a warehouse somewhere in Detroit where Duggan and Whitmer and Biden were culling the dead people vote, (laughs) creating barcodes and envelopes, had a squad of calligraphers, changing signatures don't, don't don't start another thought process well, I'm on just that. Go- I'm, I'm, I'm going to let me I'm, I'm frustrated yeah I took the time to. I, I now know I don't mm-hmm. think there's someone knows that place better than I do yeah. not even the election officials let me say this if that is true bring me some evidence I'll be the guy to climbing in through the roof no way are they stealing our shit no but I don't have any proof of that or life on other planets. And when I see a UFO, I will believe. Until then, I can't say. So don't ask me about everything. Yes, there's dead people on the rolls. She has some answering to do. And so does everybody that interviewed her and didn't hold her feet to the fire. But, not a Kobo, man. Could there have been some fraud? Again, yes. They could have done some hanky-pank. Mass? Massive? No. No questions. Lots of. Would ones. you do it again, Charlie? Would I do it again? I'm not done living <laughs> through this. I got, Yes. Would you do it again? I got people threatening violence on me. Would Be- you do it again? I'm getting you to always it. Always have to push I'm, back. I'm getting to it. Okay. People, I thought you know, hey man, I respect what you think and what you do, except when you do stuff that doesn't fit what they want. Now I'm getting violence threatened. Let me give you one today. Oh, no. You fucking libtard i crap. Uh, beat your ass. That's what he wrote. This is just one of them. I comment on it. Watch what I said to him. <laughs> I don't think he could do it. <laughs> I don't think he could do it. You, the Proud Boys, pay-per-view, bitch. You weren't there. You were at home with the remote in one hand and the other hand in some Doritos if you really cared. You would have done the work, but you didn't. Next question.
1: Uh, what did you make of all the people down there protesting uh, outside? I was home sleeping. You worried about that? Okay. They showed up the
2: next night. This is all the next night. They won't let us in. So were, were there any distractions? They won't let us in. Yes, because it's done, dude. Yeah, and you're not cleared to be down here. And where's your COVID release? You don't just like to be an ape. And bust the door open. There were plenty of Republicans there. Again, I like them. They're my people. There were plenty. In fact, you weren't allowed in because it was already full. How many people? Sp- I'm in here going like this. Okay. okay. Ballot number 4063 Check it. Voter number 1515. Check. Okay. Signature. Mm-hmm. Check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pull it. Does it match? Okay, great. Okay, pass it on to Lee. Okay, Lee, take the tab off. OK, put it in that envelope, pass it to D, smooth it out, get it to um, Donette, Donette, walk it up there, and wait. And at the tabulating machines, when you slide them in, yeah. there's a Democrat and a Republican. When it's disputed, somebody used the Sharpie, the Sharpie thing is this: It leaks through the ballot. So it's two the sides side. of a ballot, and it's misreading stuff. One Democrat, one Republican, they sit there like this. Mm-hmm. And they try to come to an agreement as to what the voter meant because nobody's to be disenfranchised. It was all there. This is bullshit. So Charlie, I know you said, you know,
3: no fraud. And we talked about this, I think when we interviewed no somebody, two weeks ago. Fraud. In terms I'm, of
2: human- I'm not an all seer. I got to make that clear. I'm well, not- I
3: got, I got that, but okay. no massive fraud, but we attributed any imperfections possibly to just human error. Are part of your recommendations or would your p- recommendations include maybe something in terms of, it, like you said, investing in technology or that our process is antiquated and where there is human involvement increases the likelihood for human error? How do we to keep, so I I keep
2: I want to keep that to a minimum okay. because I okay. want to concentrate on what the fools out there are doing. You don't want to hear. Sorry, I don't mean big fool. Just acting a little foolish today. Better technology. Better laptops. Space it out. Pay some more people to be in there. Give us the 24-hour window so we're not going mad. Good food. A coffee stand. Like that. And a little bit more training. Maybe instead of I went in for one 90-minute session, mm-hmm. give me two 90-minute sessions. Pay me for that. If this means this much to us, all of the sudden, pay for it. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Good okay, luck with that. Now let's do this. Let's do this. Before we do this, this bit of news, big news. We're going to bring in the Wayne County canvasser. He's on the board. That he was there. They're going to certify this. They're looking for hanky panky and miscounting. This <coughs> this this segment brought to you by Luke Nowacki. Remember, just like the election, overreaction is not a strategy. <laughs> know your numbers. Right? The long-term investor. Uh, Don't bury your head in the sand and don't put your money in the mattress. There's some common ground, America. Call my friend Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth. 248-663-4748, Rational Financial Advice. Rational Financial Advice. Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748, hit it.
4: Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc.
2: No dance today, Charlie? No. Are you
1: exhausted? Was it a long week?
2: Yeah. And you see, like I know. Thanks, guys. You're you're doing the audience a favor. I'm fucking wound up. Yeah. It's okay. What I did was accurate. Uh, We should introduce some levity to it. We'll do it later.
1: Are you slightly, because you did all that work, is it slightly insulting to you to see these bad, you know, these complaints? Or is it just you just expect
2: it? It's not it's not personal. It's not personal. Here's what's tripping me out: my relatives. See, now listen, listen, folks, my relatives immediate cousins, friends, sophisticated people calling me up and asking me, well, what about this? <laughs> what about he,
1: he, yeah, didn't, he I, didn't,
2: get, they wouldn't let him in the room. He was an observer. I go, was he there that night where it was actually going on? Well, no. I go, was it clear to be there? Well, no. I go, then turn it off. And then my cousin's like, what about this one? Here's a wagon being pulled in with a case. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: First of all, if you look at the size of the case, no more than 100 ballots, Could fit in it. Yeah. Turns out it's a cameraman. We're just looking (laughs) for dumb shit. I was there. Yeah,
1: looking for anything that might be out of the ordinary.
2: I I need to, in a way, subtly apologize to election officials in this city because I never quite understood why everything was out of balance. (laughs) Then I was sitting there doing it. And, oh, by the way, the Republicans coming by with Bill coming up. Yep. And... We had 1,351 tabulated on the computer. Our physical count, you had to do them in bundles of 50 so you could keep track. We had Uh 1,350. We were awful. The the computer said, there's one more vote that was tabulated than you're counting. I said, oh, shit. State law said 10 hours. It's 22 minutes before, whoop, they got to be zipped up. And believe me, the Republicans were there. Democrats were there. Election officials were there. And I'm like, fuck. I said, I won't say which lady, I'm like, hey, come on, we gotta do this. And she goes, Oh, hell no. What? It was after fucking twelve hours. Well, and plus that we terrible- are human beings, man. We we are, you know, we're Michigan. It's like, oh dude, man, you kid one? It's gonna get counted. Yeah. we what's the needle in the haystack? So let me finish. I said, I know, we, we went wrong around 700. I want you to pull bundle 550, 600, 650, 700, 750, and eight. And the Republicans come by, because I'm taking them out of the box. And yeah. They go, what are you doing? Not allowed to talk to them. But I did, okay, I did. I said, we're missing one, or we have one too many. And they're looking and I go, okay, 14 minutes to go. 13 minutes. Last bundle. 51. You found it. Then I went over the machine, and I hit it with the, with the reader, and it had been scanned. Boom. I found it. I turned to my friends on the inspection committee, and I go, yeah! <laughs> I got it! It's perfect, baby! You can count! Counting board 11! Damn <laughs> right! It's LaDuff! <laughs>
3: So, Charlie, as the captain, you know, when the lady said, no, I don't want to do that. I mean, what authority do you actually have over your team as captain? Or are you just responsible for
2: making sure it's as accurate as possible? Well, captain's an honorific so people can understand. What I am is I'm position leader one. I'm the guy. You bring them to me. I take them out. I inspect them. The date, which is a rubber stamp, Mm -hmm. because now somebody's got an affidavit. They're changing dates. I'm like, it's electronically tracked. That was thrown out pretty quick. Thank you. Thank you, more bullshit, because I'm driving around yesterday like, it's a rubber stamp, it's ink. How do you fucking change that? You don't. Yeah. So it's not, you know, officially the captain, but they're all called the captains. Oh, so, okay. I didn't so, know if that meant you had
3: some oversight over your
2: team. No, man, you got to see, that's the other thing, Karen. It's a lot of human beings that got to get along who really took right. it seriously. And by the way, a lot of poor people, one dude, one, one guy working it hit me up. Cause I couldn't eat that chicken salad. I yeah. gave it to him. He's like, can I get five? Oh man. This is, wow. this this is people $600 for a shift. However long they're going to make you work. Right. Yeah. If you walk out, you don't get paid. So people, we were calling it the stimulus check. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, they the did, stimulating you, check. <laughs> I couldn't believe like when the shift was over 1200 of us got on an escalator COVID. Yeah. People with oxygen tanks and wheelchair. I just, it, it was, it was great. It was done really well. So I'm going to give that prop. So let me, let me do this. Is he on the line? He has been holding. Oh, very I'm patiently. so oh, wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Hey, Bill, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can this is all right. Yes. Excellent. Bill, Bill Hartman, Republican Wayne County board of canvassers. Great guy. Love him. We had lunch yesterday, checking notes and, and, Chicken uh, salad. had uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. American Coney, had American Coney. Hey, man, I I got
4: a Euro, so it was really good.
2: (laughs) There you go, I got a Euro. Testimonial. Okay, no, no. Bill, quality guy. You really are. You're my brother. Um, Thank you. This thing, what did you see late in the night? First of all, what time did you see ballots come in?
4: Uh, There was one time, I'm trying to think, it was about, I think it was around 11 o'clock. And then the other one... Van that's in contention is it came in right around three o'clock between three and three thirty.
2: Okay, so let's stop in the there. Morning. Let's stop there for a second. Yeah. Fact number one, just according to Bill, honest guy. Oh, by the way, Bill, let me say this: you're a man not trying to turn this election. You're a man who says everybody's vote counts and it must be proper. Is that your if rule? If it
4: was cast legally, yes,
2: absolutely. So, it first doesn't the
4: matter vo- doesn't matter on the party. If it's cast legally, you should be able to get your ballot count.
2: My brother. See, I dig that. Okay, so it was 3 to 3.30, not 4 to 4.30. Okay, then, no. First of all, this is Bill. Bill's a leader of this community. Mm A lot of balls coming on here, Bill. What did you see then at 3 in the morning?
4: Well, so at the one end of the building is a big overhead door. The door went up. The reason everybody knew it went up is because now actually fresh air came into the room. Yeah, And, uh... Went over there and hey, it's another uh, another van full of ballots at three in the morning. The polls closed at eight. Where are these coming from? You know. So yep. I started walking over there. I was about mid mid middle of the place by that uh, raised area, which is where I guess where all the administration is. And I started walking over there and looking at it and stuff. And I knew one of the drivers. I didn't hmm. talk to him, but he's one of the drivers that normally brings ballots down to the uh, board of canvassers meetings. Was it Gil? <clears throat> no it was not so uh, i watched them unload those on the flatbed cart and i walked away but i didn't see any notice you know any sort of writing on the-, the vehicle But it just seemed funny and then i saw a, a woman who was working up on the stage um and i asked her i said are there any more ballots coming in after this and she said no there's not and i said where did these come from? And she said, I'm not authorized to give you that information.
2: Which, let's pause there. That's true, though. She, we, you, know, we, you know, I w- apparently wasn't supposed to talk to you because we took a note. So she's not authorized. That's part right. of being in there and knowing it. So when, how many boxes did they take off in uh, your estimation, my brother?
4: I'm, I'm not exactly certain just because I didn't stay there the whole time. Sure. But oh, I did see part. them moving them. They moved them all to the flat tables, mm-hmm. and I did count 30 uh, trays. 30 trays. Okay. Right. And but So I know there was more than 30 because they had already started distributing them to the different uh, counting boards. And tables. then
2: again, I, I must say this. Um, there were already stuff on the table, right, because you're processing all night long. So you at, mean, at least you thirty. You, 30 you can vouch for.
4: The 30, I know those tables were empty when they brought them in.
2: Okay, let's do 30 you can vouch for, 30 you saw. Yeah,
4: I it, actually stood there and counted them. That's why I know that it it's 30.
2: If they're packed full, and they have secrecy sleeves on them, so you can't <clears> see <throat> yes. if they're packed full. That's correct. Their maximum that will be in there is 350 votes. I know okay. that from work, and so correct. He said correct. So 30, 30 times 350 would be around 10,000 votes. Just, just right there, about 10,000. So... yeah. That's nowhere near 136,000. You didn't see that many boxes.
4: No, no, there wouldn't have been that much. There you go, brother.
2: And finally, yeah. I got called up from counting board 11, you know, captain, mm-hmm. and I went and got my box. You Want to know how many were in there? No idea. 11.
4: Okay. Wow. So, so they well, were, when they brought it when they brought it to you, they took the secrecy sleeve Why, Why'd you take it off when you got it back to the Yeah, table? you take
2: it off in front of the supervisor. So nobody's uh-huh. handling anything without two right. people looking at it right? And everybody got to sign their name. So um, I'm going to leave it at that. That is not, oh, who who was the guy standing next to you? The the guy that's on the news saying he saw 136,000?
4: I don't know. I don't, uh, what was he wearing?
2: What's his name? Pete? Uh, what's his name?
4: Oh, oh, Patrick Colbeck.
2: Yeah. Patrick Colbeck. So you were next to him, weren't you?
4: I was right next to him when the van came in. Uh, when we walked over there, we were both standing next to each other, and I said, is there any identifying marks on that van? You know, numbers or uh, the, the way the door was open, you couldn't see the license plate. Uh, it was a Elections Bureau van, and it was packed full of, sle- of uh, trays, and I couldn't see anything else, and then I, I walked away. But then I saw that one employee. I don't want to say who it was, but I saw that one employee who was there, yep. that, who was one of our regular employees that brings stuff around.
2: Okay, so we know... From you, and then I'll let others ask a question <laughs> or two. We know from you that you can vouch for thirty boxes that you'll put your yeah. name to that, and you don't know yeah. how many's in it. Okay, I'll, li- right. I'll, I'll. Everybody, I'm not spinning his words out. That's what he saw. I right, also, yeah. I also verify yeah. that they came around that time. Once again, after working. Oh, let's see. 12 hours at that point 13 hours we all Mm -hmm. groaned uh hmm.
4: i was like really really glad in what i mean because i got there around eight o'clock in the morning and i worked till 5 a.m so i don't know how many hours that is but i mean uh when i got home i was pretty much just crashed exactly you know and i forgot my phone in my truck and which was good because then it didn't start blowing up in the middle of the night you know and keeping me awake, but I got four hours of sleep and was back at it again the next morning.
2: See, God bless you, dude. That's a guy doing stuff. Let me, let me, one more thing, Mark, and I'll let it go. So when that van came, what was yeah. the process, tally at that point? How many have we done? Oh,
4: I'm not positive. Well, I don't know.
2: Well, no, about, about 137,000, something like that.
4: Would well, you... earlier in the day, they said that there was 129, I think around 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. And then, there was another batch. Remember the, the batch that came in around, I think it was maybe around one o'clock. I can't remember if it was one or what time that one came in. Okay. And then you guys processed that. Now, I'm not sure how so many let's So let's that. go like
2: this. We can accept this then. Let's just call it 130,000. Cool? We <clears throat> that can, sounds okay. Okay, 130. And then another mysterious 136 came. So 130 plus 136 is 266. So far, the tab, Detroit-wide, in-person and absentee, is 250 hmm. So, No, I didn't, I, I didn't see no massive stuff come in. That's me. You heard what Bill had to say. I'll get out of the way, Mark, Karen. Yeah, no, I mean, right around, and I want to emphasize
4: Please. that from the board of canvassers, we were down there. Observe. We we were not down there to challenge anything. We can't do that. Right. The law does not allow us to do that. Uh if we did and something came up that we would have to adjudicate, then we'd have to recuse ourselves. So we we're just walking around looking to make sure the process was happening properly.
2: Boom. And so, frankly, I, I was answering a lot of questions, you know. Exactly, brother. Yeah. Questions. And you're a Republican, right? Yes, sir. And you weren't locked out, were you? No. Okay. Oh so, well one what time hell? I did go out.
4: <laughs> well, okay, so here's the deal. I, I left to go get food, and when I came back, the uh, officer at the door wasn't going to let me in, and then he said, oh, I remember you from being in here before. Okay, right. come on
2: Right, so that works. But by the way, the rest of us weren't allowed to leave.
4: Yeah. No, that's, uh, as, as hired people, now I'm talking about precinct challenges, right. but as hired people, I did talk to one young man at uh, one of the tabulators. He told me he had been there for 18 hours. Oof. And he gets paid a flat rate of $600 plus the crafty box lunch. And he won't get paid if he leaves early. What a joke.
2: Okay. So go ahead, you guys. I,
1: I think my first question is, if the ballots close at 8 o'clock, why does it take so long? Why would it take hours um, to get all those votes to the TCF center? Right? Maybe that's just a dumb question. I just don't understand, Bill, why that would
2: take so long. Yeah,
4: I have no idea. That's a question for the clerk's office.
2: Okay. Boom, I mean, Karen.
4: so... I mean, uh, whoever was running at the station—I don't know if it was Gil or Daniel—announced um, on the PA at around 11:30 at night that the polls have now closed, and you can use your cell
2: phones, but you cannot take any pictures. Hmm. Huh? So, all right. So polls I'm like, are closed. Are you- let me let me do this. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I got to go keep my, my my shit snappy and speedy and. Yeah. Make sure people knock out, dude. Come on now. So <laughs> I didn't have my phone because I listened to the instructions. Don't bring him in. <laughs> when he when he made the announcement, okay, you can use your phone, but no video. I'm, all of a sudden, everybody's pulling their phone. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm the only guy that listen. <laughs> so out of 1,200 people, no media, there's not a picture of this. It's all I'm well, saying.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah
2: well. Well, d- well, what? Yeah.
4: Well, okay, so the press corps was on the far north end of the room mm-hmm. and the door was on the far south end of the room. So you make right. that room is huge, like what, a football field size room and it's yeah. like there's and then you put all the people in between. I don't know if they could even see what was going on. No, they see couldn't the see. Go, you know
2: why, Bill? Because no. they had gone home for cookies.
4: Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> cookies <laughs> and milk.
4: So there was a few there were a few still sitting there. You know, yeah. but,
2: um, yeah, I think that was the that, British people because, you know, it, it was actually, be. it was actually morning and time difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I didn't recognize any of the local glamour pusses. I mean, glamour no, pie. But it, yeah. But the next day, the next day things are insane. Oh, I know. So, Cause uh, it was easy then. then it's just a bunch of people beating on a door. That's, I mean, that's, well, yeah, wait, so wait, the, oh, let me, Hey, stop, stop. So Everybody's you ask questions. What you? Go on. Karen, do you have a question?
3: Well, yeah, I wanted to say, I mean, certainly, I mean, wouldn't it make sense or how do you think the impact would be if we were allowed to start perhaps counting votes sooner than 10 o'clock the day of the election? Would that help? And how does it impact now being able to vote absentee regardless of a reason to do so?
4: Well, I don't have a problem with absentee voting, you know, because everything is supposed to be accounted for, whether you go to the polls or you go... Uh, you vote absentee, but the big issue is uh, this year, especially, I would have recommended not voting, not mailing your ballot, in, because we've seen so many issues with the Postal Service with late deliveries. Well, look at that. So drop, drop them off at the drop box or take them directly to your... And I'm not just speaking for Detroit, mind you. I'm talking about county-wide. Mm-hmm. Take them to your clerk's office or drop them off at a
2: drop box. B- Bill, last question here. This is about process. Yeah. I, I worked it. You know, the, the, the dispensation Whitmer didn't give it to us, by the way, the legislature voted and Whitmer signed an extension uh-huh. of t- 10 hours to process uh-huh. these ballots. Would you have trouble with extending that to 24 hours and no more?
4: Well, you, Oh, you mean like just for processing? Just in the for AV? processing. I mean, at the polls, they process pretty quick. It's the AV counting board that, uh, AV meeting absentee voter. The, uh, that's the one that takes
2: the time. Well, I know, but see if we didn't get them all done in that 10 hours and it would have saved a bunch of time for uh the processing. I'm, I understand why they don't, they don't count them as they come in because now they're sitting around and you can create fraud. But if you just make the window 24, it'd be much easier on we, the human beings that have to handle these things.
4: I, I wouldn't have an issue with that making it longer. Of course, there is a hard a hard stop on December 8th when the Electoral College must make their decision. So everything has to be done by that. Exactly. And so after you guys got done down there, they're transmitting the data to the Board of Canvassers. Then the next day, we started our canvas, and that's where I am right now. Right I now, the outside. canvas
2: means they're verifying the votes, checking the count, et cetera, et cetera. Bill, I'm going to yeah. leave it at that. You're it's a mensch. Audit. You're it's a mensch. Audit. Thanks for coming on.
4: Hey, I got a question. Go, go ahead. <laughs> fancy? Is it, do you prefer fancy feast or frisky?
2: <laughs> Fucking frisky, man! It's
4: animal <laughs> byproducts. <laughs> oh, okay. I just wanted to clarify that.
2: Oh, by is, the way, is, that is reminds that for lunch me. Next time, Bill, is that, that reminds me, I'm a little bit famous for eating cat food. Yeah, exactly. for, yeah, for, all, for all you people, call me the lip tard now. I'm kind of <laughs> famous for eating cat food, and yeah. don't forget. I'm known in this town. Oh, I beat the Democrats' asses. Remember Fucano? I'm, for, right. I'm a libertarian. Truth, justice, the American way. I was right. there. You heard I, Bill. I, I, it didn't happen. Right. Not the way it's described. I agree with what Bill said. That's what happened. It's Bullshit. That's right. Bye, Bill. All right, guys. You have a great
1: day. Thank you.
2: Bill just said. Bill Bill just said. Bill, Wayne County Republican Board of Canvassers, did not happen. Huge. Charlie.
3: What? I just got a text from a Fox 2 reporter that says, please tell Charlie for the record, the news crews were there. Fox 2 camera crew was there. The station had someone else relieved him and his guy at about 2 a.m. I'm just, well, where were you? For, that. That's
2: cool. That's cool. Where were you for money? you got any picture? Here, okay. Like I said, I knew that I knew somebody was going to say they were there. Cool. I didn't say not for the record. Very nice. Cause you're my brother, sister. It's my yeah, family. My <laughs> didn't call nobody out. Do me a favor. Ask the cameraman for his footage between three and four 15. Because as Bill said, it's on the other side of the aisle. But you would know when there's some activity. I know. So do that. That will be great because now you got a scoop. So my apologies. Again, I, I knew somebody going to be there. But uh, if, if they're texting, ask them to text back. How many others? All right. Just do got that. It. Okay. okay. Oh, got that's you. cool. Got it. See, no bullshit. No bullshit. And thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, totally. They all listen. Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay, look, we're n- next we're going to, look, you know you know who took a, a shit in this thing? Who? The media and pollsters. Oh,
1: yeah, big time. And
2: the official pollster of the No Bullshit News Hour, Edsar Polis of Target Insight, we call him the Ayatollah Polarola, <laughs> is now joining us, and he is brought to you by... Hall Financial, who reminds you rates are still at all-time lows. If your current mortgage is above 3.5, what are you waiting for? I can't even believe you're waiting. You could be saving money. And currently at Hall Financial, almost 70% of all loans do not require an appraisal. Call Hall Financial today to see if you qualify for a no appraisal loan. If for some reason your loan does not require an appraisal for the month of November only, Hall Financial is going to pay it for you. Hear that? Up to $500. dollars Believe it or not, closing times have sped up again. Right now, the majority of loans at Hall Financial are closing in 10 business days or fewer. Just go to their website and click Hall Financial link to get started. DavidHallMortgage.com. That's DavidHallMortgage.com. Or if you do the old school, 248-308-5000. Remember, Hall Financial, lower payments, better options, more personal attention. NMLS, 1467435. (sighs) What's that?
1: I was hoping that was Ed. What's that? I'm here. There
6: he is.
2: Hey, Ed. How you doing? Good, Ed. Um, the pollsters
6: missed it. Well, that depends what you mean. Like, I mean, they missed me. I did. I had it. I had 200 people watching me election night for about an hour, and at nine o'clock, I didn't have it exactly online, but I had 5247. I can't be off that much more than the 514948 that it was. Let me explain what happened. When you're doing polling, you're, you're trying to figure out, estimate what you are looking at. Bottom line in Michigan, let the people in Michigan know what happened. Compared to 2016, there were over half a half million more Democrats showing up and only about 300,000 more Republicans. So that means the difference is that Biden won because more Democrats showed up than Republicans. When it came to polling, I found that there was only almost 300,000 fewer independents voting. So when I was counting the votes early on, Sunday, Monday night, and I did polling all three days, I had to adjust for too many independents who were not going to show up. That's why I was able to become closer. Other uh, upholsters would, did not correct for that uh, through their polling thing. So they had a few more independents, which just skewed the data a little bit higher for, for Biden. Where does it stand right now? Bottom right now is that Biden right now is uh, he's leading by over 12,000 in Pennsylvania. No, no,
2: no, no, no. What was the, just the percentage, what is Biden-Trump?
6: Uh right now it's like fifty one forty seven point something fifty one forty eight in michigan
2: fifty one forty eight okay and you let, let's say a week out what did you predict it to be a week out not the night of
6: oh the week out I had' had fifty four percent
2: fifty
6: four thirty like it was like, uh, like forty six forty six forty seven so you there, were yes. in
2: the you were within the plus or minus three there
6: yeah so, yes. so, so plus or minus four because the poll was smaller sample so you were on. Yeah, not, uh, but the point being, you have to take time to understand that you can be wrong and you have to figure out what turnout's going to be. For example, like I was tracking state House districts and I would look, predicting that the 96th House district in Bay County was going to flip Republican. Everybody was saying it was wrong because they were under sampling Trump voters in Bay County. You have to take time, not just do the poll to see what's happening on the ground.
2: Did the, the demographics change? I, I read, uh, uh, was it the Edison poll? That Trump game with black men, black women, Latina women, Latina men, white women, and he lost support with white men. Did you see that in Michigan?
6: Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, wow. uh, in my poll, I had nearly 17 percent of black blacks uh, and some men uh, voting for Donald Trump on election night.
2: That's did you say two. black blacks?
6: What is well, what I mean, I was trying to think there were, there were more males than females that voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, oh, He's, okay. he stuttered. Yeah. All right. Look at <laughs> Karen. Karen's racist radar
2: just went off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a stutter.
6: No, you, no re- you, I understand. Well, you know, it's like I'm trying to do an invitation of Joe Biden eventually.
5: To end <laughs> your rule. <your laughs> <your laughs>
6: white. <laughs> Well, you guys, you know, you hit me up with questions. I don't practice these things. You hit me with questions. So I got to think in the top of my head. And sometimes I got to figure out what information do I have that actually is correct. Not so so now
2: not dig it. Like, After that's that. that's why I did you because you're a you're a really good pollster, dude. You get it right. Here's the thing. Media and the pollsters, they didn't understand that. About, about white men fading away and black men being attracted to Trump, Right. There's a different America going on than the those in the makeup set, you know, who share the studios every night. Mm-hmm. They don't really get what's going on. And I think well, they should all take a freaking vacation well, and be, as a matter of be fact, put to hard not, work.
6: Yeah, well, actually, I did a poll of about 400 black males in Michigan. And I think Michigan Chronicle published my poll. And I basically pointed out 47% of black males, they were felt, you know, thanks to the fact that they're being looked at where they live and their lack of education, why they're getting jobs. And in that poll, 25% of the black males back then, about 45 days out, said they were leaning Donald Trump. So I saw that pattern almost 60 days ago. And
1: what do you what do you make of that narrative, that story that's out there, that Trump voters are just quiet and shy and they don't respond to polls and they don't want to tell anybody that they're voting <laughs> for Trump?
6: Well, that just takes more work in the questions that you ask. You can't. Say, well, when I do a poll, it's not just who you're voting for. You got to get comfortable that you're not, you're not working for the other side. You got to start some other questions. Ask them, for example, as you seem to fog your for, we ask them, how do you think your neighbor's going to vote? So I'm going to see who, how many are actually leaning uh, more not to tell me the truth, but on election night, the number of the people who said their neighbor's going to vote like them was almost identical. So I felt hmm. the poll was comfortable that Biden was going to probably win Michigan. Um,
2: just uh, wrap it up. Cause I got a nice segue. We're going to, I'm going I'm to wrap it up here, but let's, let's, let's go statewide here. Um, the In the House, the Michigan House, the Democrats flipped two Republican seats and the Republicans flipped two Democratic seats for a sum total of no change. Governor Whitmer went really hard, really, really campaigned and pushed hard for those Democrats. Didn't get squat. Her numbers are dipping. Does this spell trouble for her? Does she have coattails? What's going on?
6: Well, she didn't have coattails. She didn't have coattails on Election Day. Here's what happened with Democrats below the ticket. This is like 1992. Clinton won. Democrats lost. The issue of crime and violence and saying we're going to fund the police and social socialized government is what turned off a lot of other additional votes that would help Democrats. Democrats lost not because they were promoting that, but the when they were being tagged by radio and commercials that Democrats are socialist and they want to take money away from police. That's what really hurt Democrats down the ticket.
2: Okay, so uh, thank you, brother. I'm going to say goodbye, and you can listen to the statement here because you just provided, which is, hey, everybody, probably Trump didn't win, okay? But if you're a Republican or a conservative, it was not a bad night for you. Everybody in America voted. The concept that the Republican Party was on its deathbed has been proven to be false. You picked up some seats in the House of Representatives. You picked up a state house. You probably it's still out you probably got the senate oh, yeah. Yeah. like it's okay yeah
1: i feel like they're missing the forest for the trees because it's all about trump they did very republicans did very well by the way trump's so about. still in it yeah so look at that yeah wow I, it's, I, it's a very asked, successful night for them
3: i wanted to ask ed about you know there. the, the Peter's james race you know oh nice one
1: good one
6: yeah, yeah. By um, magic of
2: pe- TV, here's <laughs> well, Ed Sarpolis.
6: Well, actually, uh, on the Peter James thing is, in the end, John James got too close to Donald Trump. Okay, And though he did better than Donald Trump in the state is the fact that he was so tied to Donald Trump. <laughs> Harry Peters' problem was the fact is that, and I said this almost a year ago, and I said that in the New York Times stories uh, several weeks ago, Gary Peters was actually invisible for most of the last six years. Uh, he didn't invite his family into the thing until the last week and a half. And he didn't talk about him being an everyday girl like John James did. Yep. But in the end, uh, John James was hurt by Donald Trump.
2: And I think this too, John James pay, played rope-a-dope for too long. He came out, basically what you knew about John James was a barrage of commercials. Yep, That was his for the taking. It's a good, honorable guy. He played rope-a-dope.
6: And I mean, that- the difficulty was he had to figure out how, do, how does he play the Donald Trump card? He couldn't say, this is who I am versus Donald Trump. He never was ever to make that statement. Look at what the Black Lives Matter thing. He was totally invisible on that issue.
1: Oh. I think he was worried about that that last week because he started rolling out that one ad about how they want to paint me as Donald Trump and right. I'm a black man. Well, so but he- they were
3: tapping into the comments that he made when he was running against Debbie Stabenow, and that carried over into this election, I agree. Uh, and, and he wasn't able to you know either distance himself or... Or define yeah. what that meant. So, yeah. okay, I just wanted the experts' oh, insight. In
5: <laughs> yes,
2: he an expert.
3: He, he is an You just called him an expert. He's your yeah. expert.
1: Well, not anymore. He's just expert. a
2: pencil head. <laughs> He just with a green eye
6: shade. He's one of those incorrect pollsters. Crunching
2: now. numbers. He's Texas Instruments.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, that's,
6: that's why. That's why I have a catering on the side. That's why I'm a nurse on the side. Because I'm just a pencil head.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's also got a vagina on his hip, so he can make a little extra money on the side. No, what oh, I'm saying. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Okay, You're listen. Welcome. Now, speaking of the pandemic in Whitmer, our good man Red. Detroit Comedian Red decided to go see a movie before they shut the whole thing down again, right? And before we play the bit that I have not seen, God goddamn I hope it works. <laughs> it's going to be great. I want you to know that Detroit Comedian Red, the crack reporter... For the No Bullshit News Hours, brought to you by Good Helpers, Heating, Cooling, Labor Services, 313-270-3600. Licensed and professional, commercial, residential, no job too big or small. Now offering discounts for new construction HVAC installs. As well as for nonprofit groups, churches, synagogues, and mosques. A good place to do your business with. 313-270-3600. Here's the clever phrase. Good helpers, where good help is not hard to find. Did you make that up? Just or now. That, that's really good. Just now. I like it. Okay, so. You should trademark it.
3: You ought to do that for a living, Charlie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jingles.
3: <laughs> yeah, why not? Do but, it on the Without side. <laughs> further
2: ado, by the way, look, I just found a tuft of Red's hair on the floor. <laughs> I already. know. Yeah. Probably the COVID's dead. Red goes <laughs> to the movies.
7: Roll it. When the governor reopened the bowling alleys and movie theaters here in Michigan, I was so geeked. But it was so hard to find a theater that was actually open when I could find a movie, or had a movie that wasn't already online being streamed that I hadn't seen. I ended up running across a old forgotten favorite. That's right, <laughs> the Adult Bookstore Peak Show. <laughs>
1: we in the y'all. About to catch me. Start to talk like a creep.
2: Oh, yeah. He knows what to do. He's got onions. He's brought oh, his fungions. yeah. We about to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Up
7: in here. Can I cover my eyes?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get those snacks down here. <laughs> Mike and Ike's, too. Yeah.
6: <laughs> you got the Mike
2: yeah. and Ike's?
1: That floor <laughs> looks a little dirty. I got to give me a good show, in. Yeah. <laughs> They ain't a quarter
7: no more. I tell you that much. Where I guess is? the quarter brought a bunch of quarters. <laughs> I guess <laughs> them ain't no good. It's dollar bills. There's nut. no coin slot. So oh. At
1: least it shows that he didn't I know what what bottle, to expect. Though.
2: Hey, yeah. <laughs> Red. <There> he does. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening, Red. The sound sucks on this. Stop playing with your funnies. Oh, my oh, there you God. you go. got it working.
1: Right into
7: it. <laughs>
2: right into it. Yeah. the right on. There you go. There's no play in here. There you go. Let's see That's what happened Oh, okay. Touch this stuff.
1: He's got a mask on. Oh, wow. Okay, Oh, this definitely ain't
7: the quarter peep show I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely ain't. Y'all have to give me one minute. I got another dollar. After spending my last dollar and coming out of the booth, I decided to peruse the store part of the bookstore. And they had all kinds of freaky deaky toys and videos to bring the inner freaking you out. But surprisingly enough, even though it's named a bookstore, I didn't find one damn book. <laughs> Upon wrapping up my visit, after everything I saw, I had one important question to ask on my way out the door. Hey, quick question: I, I, I brought quarters. Ain't been one of these in a minute. But I noticed they got the seven dollars. What that you pick the DVD you want, and y'all load it into the in the booth? Really? Okay. Well, I ain't been in on one of these in a minute. Okay, I'm gonna have to come back with some old dollar bills. And I'd be damned if she didn't recognize me.
1: Are you comedian huh? red? No, nah, are you the comedian? <laughs> <He> denied
2: it. <laughs> no. Oh, she recognized so me.
7: So, in wrapping up, the governor reopened the movie theaters. But if you just can't happen to find one or don't see nothing of interest cause everything's online in the stream, the good old fashioned adult peep bookstore is still there waiting on you and get all your freaky dicky entertainment on. This your boy comedian Detroit Red. I'm out.
2: Deuces <laughs>
7: gotta go get some more dollars.
2: <laughs> he, he gotta work on that sound, man. <laughs> well, I think he was distracted. <laughs> What, what, kind,
3: what kind of reception do you expect in a joint like that? Oh, I mean, it doesn't look like it's got the best Wi-Fi, I'm sure.
2: And you don't need Wi-Fi. You just need a, a, a camera. Whatever.
3: Whatever. Doesn't look like it has gotcha, the best Got you with reception. the logic,
2: didn't I, Karen? Obviously, yeah, I guess. I, obviously, I don't know. <laughs> you've never beat off in a Pete booth with a camera.
3: I've never been in one. I have no desire, Charlie. I you were Let's not say change I never the conversation. Up. We got another great part of the show to Look get. Look at to. that! Look at her trying to. Trying to segue out of it. I think
1: blushing. I think you have Karen's assignment for next week. Oh yeah. You
3: guys are creepy sometimes. Now. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: okay, listen. Um,
1: <laughs> I noticed Ed stayed around too for
6: that. Yeah, okay. so. <laughs> I, obviously, she's never been to Ecuas. Remember, Rue draining those areas trying to get to build business. Okay.
2: Now, <laughs> right, go ahead. Uh, oh, okay. I got to check something out. Go ahead and do the ADR.
1: Hey, if you're a construction outfit doing business in Michigan, well, how do you navigate the bureaucracy? How do you keep to the rules? How do you grow your company? Keep their hands out of your pockets. These are all very, very tough questions. One guy can answer them. It's Barry Ellen Tuck at ADR Consultants. He's honest. He's ethically he's smart. Here's his number, 248-318-92. Oh, I'm sorry, 9424. Three, okay, so one, say
3: it again, Mark, just two, to make sure we got it right. What two, number? What's two, the number again?
1: 248-318-9424 for a consultation. ADR consultants are experts in procurement, government, government compliance, information technology, and property management. Get the job done right, on time, on budget. ADR consultants, 248-318-9424. Go with ADR for your company, municipality, or law enforcement agency.
2: Well done. You gotta I got to do that for a can, living, Mark. <laughs> I can read. Hey, uh, I want to introduce a friend of mine, Jordan Ruffin, 18 years old. Detroit resident. You might know about him. He and I have been buddies for a couple years now. Uh, I met him when he was 16, making a movie together, some of his life, how he's getting through, can he get through, what's it take to get through. It's two years later. uh, He's in studio. Step on over here, my brother. Hey, a mannequin, can you you beat it?
3: (laughs) Is that the guy we went to lunch with, Charlie? Here he is. Is that him?
2: Oh,
1: good. You can can swap uh, headphones, Jordan. You don't need to take those with you. Yeah. Give him to the Mannequin, who's actually moving. And Look, about. There he there is. There He's on brush. camera. Joey. He hates being on he camera. He actually moved.
2: <laughs> hey, man. Good to see you. You good? Here, put that right there. You got your mic, too. Yeah. Now sit up straight, young man, and stop mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan.
5: How's it going, Karen?
2: Fine, how are you?
5: Doing well,
3: doing well. Jordan, tell me how things are going, what has happened since you and I broke bread, <laughs> other than you correcting somebody's table manners, which was priceless. <laughs> um, but how are things
5: it's going true. for you? I've just been staying uh, positive, uh, staying away from negativity, uh, also working on the future as well. Um, I've recently started a landscaping company. Uh, I talked about it a little bit in the oh. movie. Uh, along with that, I also have a... Uh, A clothing business that helped exploit, uh, you know, (laughs) Detroit, uh, you know, businesses when they need help with marketing and stuff like that. Uh, So that's actually what I've been working on for the most part.
2: Now, I (laughs) met you when you were 16 and you moved out of your mom's house because there wasn't room for you. Big house. You moved in with a friend, two teenagers. You went to King High, took the bus every day. I mean, crossed... Detroit. I mean, you went a long way. I took the bus with you a couple of times. Two years later, COVID, everything. You made it, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, you fucking made it. And when I met you, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. We were talking about how you just walk down the street and not get your shoes stolen. It's like that. So, blessing. Describe for people that don't know what it's like to be a young man going from, I'll say, like seven in Maras downtown to your high school just what's 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 it like you nervous
5: uh yeah so due to me being you know a Detroiter growing up around this all i know uh it's just certain rules that that just comes with the territory um you know just making sure you protect it uh making sure you uh not too flashy um because you know self-defense is you know a of nature but yeah, so basically it's it's just understanding what's your uh your how you can fit in. You know, uh without some people don't know how to uh control their Uh some people are become followers if they don't have uh a set goal of where they're going in life. Then it's bad, but then if you have faith in what what you're doing, uh if you have certain plans that you're setting forth, working towards it every day, then you'll be You'll be okay. It still is. Uh, you know, certain things that pop up in the midst of growing in Detroit, but just making sure self defense is is the, uh, one of the main things. So.
2: Fucking shit.
5: Is there a lot of negative peer pressure, and how do you uh, how do you avoid that? Uh, so yeah, uh, of course, it's negative peer pressure. Um, just making sure you stay busy. Just just asking yourself, uh, you know, what am I doing in life? What's my purpose in life? Why am I here? So you just want to run around like a, you know, a, a rat in a small cage. Now you do know the uh <laughs> the the theory. That's that is true where if you have rats in the small I wouldn't want to call my people rats, but if you have uh mice and rats there in a the small and cage environment, they tend to fight each other. So, uh just making sure you know, you just get out of that mindset and also educate yourself. That's one of the main things as well.
2: Boom. I saw you at 16, trying to make your way through, dodge the bullets, which you did. But your one best friend took his life with a gun when it got to be too much. And your other best friend got gunned down at the liquor store. And I've been so worried about you. That you, to me, you are my brother. But as a human being that I didn't know, you reaffirmed to me, my friend, that the best of us is everywhere. We got flowers everywhere that just need a little bit of watering. I I think it's not fair that you got to blend in this shit in order to try to realize your dream. I am so proud of you. Thank you. You're a strong man. I know you're going to go to work and do that third job, Oakland yeah, County yeah. on Monday, <laughs> doing marine repair. You're learning that skill. How are you getting there?
5: Uh, so, yeah, right now I don't really have a vehicle. Uh, it's only grace of uh, having good friends and transportation that, that is, there this is.
2: Well, here's the thing.
5: What an obstacle.
2: Here's the thing about that. Young man, 18, don't got, you know, dad or no uncle. or his mom doesn't have all the money in the world. Great lady. Great lady. Cool lady. Remember when we were telling you all out there, we were telling you, like, buy these shirts to fix the shits and we're going to try to help the people that mean something to us. That would be you, my brother. Right. Hey, Mark, I, I'm going to need that for Jordan. That fixed the shit. Can we give him that later? I got one in my car. <laughs> Fix the you
1: shit. You want me to go out here without a shirt? No. I'll yeah, get, I'll that'll go be go <laughs> gross. So, yeah, no, we can get him on.
2: Here's the thing, dude. We got your car. <laughs> serious? Yeah, we got your car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and not only we get you a car, we got you the insurance for a year.
5: Get out of here. Are you serious? And not only we get you
2: the insurance for a year. Here. We got your gas for a year. Are you serious? Give me a hug, motherfucker. Here. Come on, man. Yay. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Happy graduation. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I lied. We didn't get you any of that. We got you a t-shirt. <laughs> <Bullshit>. <laughs> That's some Charlie,
1: bullshit. Charlie,
3: Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> Jordan, Charlie got your car. You got the insurance. He got your gas money. But when you go places, you got to have spending money. So I got you covered on that. Okay. Me to you. Okay? <laughs>
1: what are you wow, feeling right thank now, Jordan? You so
5: much, Karen. Oh my Got God. you.
1: How are you feeling right now? Are you overwhelmed?
5: Hard work does pay off. It does. Being consistent and genuine. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you so much, Uncle Charlie.
2: You call me Uncle, Uncle Charlie. Charlie's I mean, that's weird. Uncle Charlie. He's that's hate weird. That. Wait, you're so much like the
4: Uncle Charlie from My Three Sons. That's great. I
2: love that. <laughs> Here's is Drew. Lane. Is Drew
5: Lane. I know Jordan. Yes, you
4: do. Uh, Charlie, yeah. I told Charlie that I wanted to buy a stereo for your car because a car is not a car. A car is a stereo on wheels to me. But
2: Charlie said Jordan lives in Detroit, so don't, don't get him you... a good stereo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! No, don't say that. Hey, No, Jordan. Don't right? Don't want to be flashy. <laughs>
5: So I said, well, what about insurance? And I, insur- I guess he's insured. We're
2: going to get him insurance.
5: Okay. So Charlie said, how about a $1,200 gas card? Oh, okay. So I'm going to give that to Charlie because actually it's in Go Charlie's ahead. name.
4: Go ahead. But uh, I'm ahead. really pulling for you, man. I'm Thanks very so, confident. Uh, I take it on Charlie's word. And I know we talked and uh, it excites me to see an 18-year-old who's moving up. We were talking about him starting a business, a big business. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's already got two businesses. Yeah.
2: Well, here he is. He's uh, you know, a b- very big listenership. Hold it, young man. I mean, I'm gonna do what I can. So I let him live his own life, and help him when I can, Thank and introduce him to my friends.
5: Absolutely. Right. I, hey, also, what about a podcast?
2: I'm just saying. That. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right. The yep. Good luck. Keep up the hard great. work. So um, that would be great. Uh, so you don't got your license yet. You g- see, you got your instructional permit, and you're gonna get it in about two weeks. Yes, sir. So that means I'm not giving you the car today. Cause you can't have it yet. Cause once you get your license, but it's outside. <laughs> Wanna wow, see it? Are you Wanna see it? Why not? Okay, hold on here. Like wow. hold on. You you guys talk a second.
3: All right, let's, go. let's this go. go. This is an example of just what regular people can do when we all kind of work together. A little bit here, a little bit there. Had the opportunity to have lunch with Jordan a couple before. years ago impressive young man, certainly worthy of our investment of our time of our support. And now you see the outcome of that. He has been on an upward trajectory ever since, like you said, Ed, because of you know his positivity circumventing all the negativity and we got to continue to support him and, and make sure that he continues on the right path.
6: Well, Karen and Flint, I adopted a similar case person roughly his age and he was looking for work and his only work problem. The fact he had no access to a computer. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get him a Chromebook for less than 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's making a living on a, a small investment of a, a small computer. Obviously, I could afford it, but right. now that person's being able to work, and, and because yeah. like him, he's got you know he doesn't have the mom around, so you can do small things to make a big difference in a person's life.
3: You're right. And those are the kind of things Ed, that you know, we take for granted. You know, we sit here. OK, but but do, and that's a question I need to ask Charlie or ask him, because if he's trying to start his business, he does need to have a laptop. You know, he does need to make sure that he has those resources and we'll make sure that he has one of those as well. So that's good. And, and kudos to you for doing that, Ed. We all need to start paying attention, see a need and respond to it. Everybody can't buy another person a car, but there are some things that you can do. So all of your fix the shit T-shirts and that support. This is what that does. Charlie said that it would go to regular people doing great things. And this is an example.
1: Well, Charlie is currently outside. Jordan is is still in here. I think, are you are you a little bit stunned? You can step, step back. Just go ahead and step step up to the yeah, mic. Yeah, let
3: me talk to Jordan. I didn't know he was still there. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a laptop? Do you have, you know, Ed and I are sitting here talking, you know, to make sure that you have the opportunity to pursue your entrepreneurial plans. What else do you need?
5: Uh, so speaking of a laptop, I actually have uh, borrowed a friend's laptop. Uh, so okay. Something that I do need to work on. Um, so you the need case, a laptop? We'll, we'll take care of that.
3: Come on. All right. <laughs>
1: he's being, he's being called outside now. Okay. We, we that's fine. Charlie has him with him. They are outside. I think people can see that on Facebook. Okay.
3: And yep. There we go. He's
1: presenting the oh, car to Jordan. That, right is, now. Per-
3: that is pretty cool. cool.
1: For those that can't see it because it is a podcast. Jordan is ju- he's just beaming, man.
3: As, he, as oh. he should. But Jordan is a great young man. I mean, and I'm, I am i mean, we had Charlie and I took him to lunch uh, with some pretty high powered people. And it was so funny because he corrected one of the people at the table in, in, in the nicest manner. And, you know, it was we'll have to share who it was one day. But for that, he all, he's always my hero. <laughs> um, there
1: is there is one danger that comes with a car. What? Well, I mean the ladies i mean you got a car you can start picking up ladies you can't jordan that's cannot. that's why
3: he has that's why he has to have spending money i'm going to make sure he gets some pocket <laughs> money and he's got and he's got Joey in there
1: i just i just <laughs> don't want that to distract him from his goals and you not
3: think it. i don't think it will if you if you have a conversation will, with either. jordan you know that he's pretty- okay hey gabby's oh. can you-
2: okay please just hey jordan there it is bro <laughs> look at that thing remember my first friend chris Anderson? Yes. he donated you this car cool why'd you do that chris
4: you know i remember reading about jordan the first time you met him just being so impressed thinking this this man has grit and that's hard to find you know and when you called me and asked if i'd be willing to donate some money um to help jordan get a car i said i think i can do a little bit better than that this is a little bit better than that it's uh the stars kind of aligned it's been sitting uh, by my house because I've been working from home and, and I thought this is something we can do that will really make a difference for you and I hope you appreciate it as much as I have appreciated it. I don't think I'll ever love a car as much as this one. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a great
2: car. It's, uh, it's the most comfortable car you'll ever ride in. and It's a classic. classic. So. Show them the motor. Do you know where the, where the oil goes?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Has anybody showed you how to change oil? No. I'm going to show you how to change oil. Charlie, Here's how you going to check the oil. You don't need to change it. There are oil changing places for that. Oh, oh excuse me, Miss Fang.
1: Everyone needs to know how to change oil, Karen. He's That's from right. Detroit.
2: He's a dude. You got to know how to change the oil. And Instant it. oil change. I'm going to give him a gift certificate. He doesn't need to do that.
1: <laughs> Every man should know how to do that. Every man should know how
2: to change a tire, is, too. Okay, right here. See right here, dude? That's the dipstick. <laughs> you wipe it clean, and it's going to show it. says <laughs> Okay, right there. Gonna <laughs> go right in there. Gonna run the
6: engine for a while. You can't just take it that's, cold.
2: <laughs> that's very, see, you hear what Ed said? Run yes, it for a right. while. See what, okay. Now, let's check the trunk. Make sure we got the spare and stuff. So we teach you how to change a tire. You ever change a tire?
6: Never. Triple
2: A. Okay. <laughs> can you pop the, the trunk here, bro? Okay. All right, all right Go ahead and open that. And you get the spare. <laughs> Fuck, with a left the mannequin in there. You left v- the mannequin <laughs> up in there, dude.
1: <laughs> Any viewer of the show knows a mannequin is always in the trunk.
2: Hold oh, this, dude. Let's get him out. Come on, man. Put him back in the you like.
1: Mannequin Joe in the trunk again.
2: That's how he rolls.
1: Oh, I, I got to tell you too.
3: Don't man, drop him this time,
0: please. Mannequin's
1: like six four. That's a hell of a lot of <laughs> trunk space. <It's laughs> a
0: couple bodies in there. Don't drop him. Don't drop him. Set <laughs> him up. Just set his leg down. Set his leg down.
2: Ridiculous. do oh, you kill me, man. He's a fucking mannequin. <laughs> <God. Excuse laughs> your okay. Oh, man. Now. Uh...
1: <laughs> Charlie is dressing the mannequin appropriately. And positioning him for what what I don't know. Okay, back into regular mannequin mode.
2: All right. Uh, So you got your learner's permit, right? You take to do around the block? Absolutely. All right, man. All right. Good to see you, Holmes. Remember, hey, Tom, Diane, thank you. Drew Lane, thank you. All the viewers, all the community. Today we do good for each other. don't fall apart, come together. You voted, right? First vote. First vote. Right on. On its way. <laughs> All right. All right. Try to love one another. Uh, go ahead, guys. Watch you drive Come off, on, young guys. man. All right, let's go. Watch
5: Come on. <laughs> Don't hit my mannequin.
2: <laughs>
0: I have the back head notion To get myself some wheels Put myself in
2: motion But since You know Mannequin He's a student money. driver dude. He might rather move ain't no <laughs> He ain't going move We're gonna see how good Jordan is Oh uh, uh, Shit Stop oh, I almost hit my
1: mannequin. <laughs> he, almost did it the, he almost hit Mannequin Joe
2: took his knee up. <laughs>
0: That'd be a whole nother <laughs> shell <show. laughs> That'd Right, sign a dotted line. I started to write, paid for in bills. The tank is filled,
2: king. to use my mannequin as a tripod. Hold that for me, man.
1: There goes the big old Lincoln rolling down
0: the line. Cool up by
2: the Mayo, fresh, fresh,
0: fresh lala. Now, whenever on the best course, see you guys.
1: Love you, see you guys.
0: Hi. Her name is Lola. She'll drive by <laughs> the flames on the Hi. side, but she's hotter than fire. Got more convenience, the 7-Eleven. Well, yeah, would you ask 1960 um seven? Of you's got a lark, heart. Did I hear the Herald Angel sing? I wasn't just the keys on my ring, and the ignition. She's a blast from the past. Damn, she's kinda fast. Oh yeah. She like my t- my room with white wall, wheels and carburetors, Cause I think how she feels. Bench seats with my baby next to me. Wall to wall carpet, most comfortable. Late. A smooth engine, yo, I gotta get going. When I blow my horn, she plays the whole damn song. I'll be motivating, motivating on down the line. Cooler by the mile, fresh, 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 lala. I don't know about that, but I know I got mine She's looking fresh wax, not a speck of dust Not a spots of rust, I like us to say that She's much too much, cause brothers might get kind of jealous But see, I protect my car, cause my car I like I lock her up like Pee-wee's bike She got air shocks in, popped up and absorbing Lights underneath, so she floats you like morphine Yeah, you know those blue joints, right? Yo, she got like every exit I can think of with a system to match a lot. See, cause I'm riding in style. Cool by the Mayo, Fresh, fresh, fresh la la